0: high sticking to breaking down the middle here's the lowdown
1: with low tide on sports 1440 presented by wolf gmc buick we're making it easy wolf gmcbuick.com welcome to the lowdown friday edition festivus edition today's show the owners win a big game in newark and are now readying themselves for the rangers at msg what a night it'll be plus festivus tomorrow the airing of grievances today i got a lot of problems with you people it begins with kruger Uh, That's coming up in just... I'm already laughing. I just love that episode. Sports1440.ca, iHeartRadio, Radio Radio Player Canada. Text or call us, 1-833-401-1440. Twitter at Low Tide and at Declan Kruger. The lowdown is driven by Wolf GMC Buick on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. Hurry in for GMC's Joy to the Ride event. No payments for 90 days on every new in-stock 2023 GMC in Buick. Ask for details, plus get up to $4,000 in Christmas cash, and we can all use that out of sight. Our guest today, Steve Lansky, Tyler Uramchuk, and of course, Mr. Declan Kruger will have his declinations. We'll find out in two shakes of a lamb's tail what that is. I got a lot of problems with a lot of people. And through the day, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to say who I have a problem with, and I'm going to tell you the problem. And then I would encourage you to text us at one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty, 401 1440 and let us know your grievances. This is the time for airing of the grievances. We are not going to do the strength thing because I got pummeled last year. The feats of strength are off the table. Verbal abuse is allowed. All right. Great game last night. You know, there are times in life where you are watching a game and watching a team bleed out, and you know it. You just, you're resigned to it. I remember in 06 in Game 7, I knew the Oilers were going to lose. I knew they were I knew they were, gonna I just, I knew they were going to lose. I just, I knew they were going to lose. I knew they were going to lose. I knew they were going to lose. And last night, on a different scale, because the game wasn't as big, I knew the orders were going to lose. They just had that look. They give up a goal. Now they're down. Third period. Oh boy, here we go. Two things happen. I'm taking drinks of water because even though I feel better, I need to make sure that my throat is um, got water going down. Whatever you call that. So McDavid scored a goal, and it was like there was a there was a penalty on the play. But luck is such a big deal in sports. And McDavid holds it, holds it, holds it. I thought of Homer Simpson when he did that. Let's see how this turns out. He scores a goal. And then all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. And damned if they don't win in the end up winning the game. Six five on five goals, three against. It was outstanding. No passengers that I saw. Calvin Pickard beat New Jersey again. Tonight it's the Rangers, and they're the best team in the NHL, and this is a big deal. It's on Madison Square Garden ice. I looked it up when when Madison Square Garden opened in early 1968. Ticket prices ranged from 250 to $7. Most of them were in the $5 to $6 range. Now, inflation is inflation. But holy Hannibal's. I, you know, and the owners were making big coin back then, they just made the players suffer. But my goodness, has the world changed. As has Madison Square Garden. I don't know how many different incarnations we are now into it. But the one in 1968 was a big deal. And Manhattan real estate is pretty valuable. So they're in a pretty expensive place tonight to play the New York Rangers. Ryan McLeod on Leon's line. It's happened before. Not 200 minutes worth of five on five, so you can't trust it. But last night, they... You know, Fogle and... McLeod, dug. they were digging, man. And you've got trigger man and expert passer Leon Dreisidel as the center. In theory, that should work. It should have worked with Connor Brown too, but Connor Brown isn't ready yet. So I'm hoping we see that again tonight. I wrote an article in The Athletic today just looking at what it might look like and looking at why Leon's numbers are off this year so far, uh, the conclusions are in there, but a lot of it has to do with Connor McDavid's injury. And really big factor is the Oilers just haven't had enough wingers, good wingers, because the best wingers for Leon are Hyman and Nuge, and the best wingers for McDavid are Hyman and Nuge. So they need to get two more. A part of this is Evander Kane being hurt, Brown being hurt. I get it, I understand, but that's the deal. It's good to see, and I hope we see that combination again tonight. I tuned into the NFL game, Kruger, but I just didn't, you know. I, I It's boring when there's a good hockey game on. Did you watch it at all?
0: You know what? I actually missed both games last night. And I'm here to, I can, listen, I'm not going to sit here and try and fudge it. I'm not going to try and what it, fumble. Were you
1: doing something you can't talk about?
0: No, well, I was here until about. Seven fifteen, seven. Oh well, yeah, then that's 7:15. pretty
1: much the game.
0: Which, yeah, which is pretty standard for me. And then I had to drive over to my mom's house to pick up a couple things. Which is, well,
1: you didn't have to drive over. You did it because you're a good son.
0: Yeah. Well. I- I, w- I would say I had to. I had stuff need- that needed to be picked up. But for anyone who doesn't know, my mom's house is essentially in Short Park. It's all the way on the east side of the street. So your
1: mom inconvenienced you by living where she does.
0: A little bit, yeah. Mm. yeah. And I missed both games, and you know, I, I saw some highlights. Did you not I'd...
1: listen to the radio? You could have listened to the radio. You're listening to your bebop, Balua wild-eyed, crazy hair music.
0: Well, I actually, you know what? I should have, but I was listening back to me, me and you.
1: Oh, my From God. Yesterday, would as you, a little, Why would you do that?
0: Well, I like to do it to try and get better, see what I can improve well, on, I see where my verbal tics are, stuff that. like that. But so I, I saw the highlights, obviously saw the results. I'm not going to sit up here and try and fudge it like you, I watch the games.
1: Will you do me a personal favor? Yes. 1206, low down with Low Tide Sports, 1440. Don't do what I did. What, what did you do? I used to listen to air checks when we were on holidays. So my oh. wife would listen to Fleetwood Mac, and then I'd say, I'd like to listen to this air check. And I'd make her listen while we drive. I used to wake up. Like at the Pan Pacific Hotel at five thirty in the morning, so I could record C fun, so I could get better. Don't be that obsessive, okay? Don't be that obsessive.
0: Yeah, you know, after after this afternoon when I'm out of here and we're we're off for the next little week, uh, there yeah. will be I won't even remember you. You're gonna have to reintroduce yourself. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Those those are those are really good words that I'm hearing right. Because the now.
0: Whole, but the whole time I'm doing it, I'm gonna be thinking this is what low tide wants. Yeah, but then I'm going to forget you. <laughs> well, yeah, forget whatever so. that guy's name was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, this. I
1: apologize again to Brad Slater for yesterday. I don't know what the hell was going on with my brain. I do worry about that. My there is some dementia in my family, and that was a big forget. And I apologize to him. Um, so, this is Festivus, and I do want to say a few words about things that I want to be better next year. Things that I think should be better next year. So I'm going to just say them randomly. Some of them will involve you, Declan. Don't have hurt feelings. Never do. It's just these are the things that I wish were different. Okay. Okay. I would like a beer fridge close by. We don't have that this year. I got to walk all the way down the hall. Long way. I don't need that. And I'm technically not employed by this company. So I don't know if that's going to happen. And I did. somebody brought me a liqueur today as a gift. I appreciate that. Who gave me that?
0: I don't know where it came from. Everyone at Sports fourteen forty got one, but Why, I will oh, well, say then it's
1: not special. It's
0: a, it's actually been there for a couple days. You just kept walking past it. I think everyone else has taken theirs home, and yours was just sitting well, there.
1: Unless it says, you know, low tide, you dumb schmuck, take this. I'm 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 not a theft kind of guy.
0: Well, it was in your cubby that is marked low tide.
1: So, so what? Maybe it's poison. I don't know. I mean, you know. Well, I'd be the one. I to work with it, you. So, yeah, so... I mean, like... um, here's the other things. I need. Waivers to be more interesting. I'm a big fan of waivers, and it's been boring so far. The owners don't claim anybody. They haven't lost anybody. Need that to pick up over the next while. What else do I need? I would like a little snow. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I know people don't like snow, but we need snow. We are in the land of ice and snow. This is wrong-headed. We need it for the for the farmers, for the tomatoes in the spring. We need it so that I can slip and hurt myself, so that Declan can take over doing the show. We need the snow. Please bring us some snow. Uh, that's a, one thing I will say that we absolutely need. For, and this isn't really a uh, um, a complaint, but I I wish for Euler fans that the team spends at least three weeks over the next two months being boring in a good way. Because I feel like people are aging in real time with this Oilers team currently. Like I'm not even kidding. This team right now is aging people on the street. Because it's up and down like a yo-yo. Win three, or lose three, win eight, lose three, win one. I mean... Make up your cotton-picking mind. And I think they will. I have things that I want to tell Lansky. And I have things that I want to tell your M. Chuck. But for you, Kruger, all I really want to say to you is that that the best thing about you, and you there's a lot of good things. You're very bright. You're very quick. You're very funny. You're very humble. But the best thing about you is your willingness to share pieces of your life, pieces of your past. We turn it into weapons and send those weapons back at you. But we do it out of love. So keep being the person that you are.
0: Well, thank you. That's very, very You're kind. key to the show. I appreciate that very, very much.
1: If you didn't reveal Mrs. Andrews and the $700 sneakers, This year would have been less than it has been. That's the truth.
0: Well, I'm glad in some small way I was able to enhance the show a little bit. So I appreciate the sentiment. That's very kind. Thank you.
1: Well, there you go. By the way, Puck IQ is out oot a boot, and it is brilliant. Now, before I get into this, I want to just tell you a few things about these numbers. I tweeted them out a minute ago. And you should know that the top four against elites are really the top four defensemen. Bouchard's at 169. Nurse is at 169 minutes, 162 for CC, 161 for Ekholm. It's all basically the same. And that's through 29 games. Their dangerous Fenwick totals are, you know, all, except for Brobert, all between 49 and 66%. The, the relative number is really interesting because Bouchard and Ekholm... Are off the charts good. They really are. Now you have to put it into context, and this is a key element. And I love it's called Wood Wowie on the site because it it gives you brilliant stuff, and you can you can turn it into like an even larger uh, look at at a player and what he's doing. For instance, Connor McDavid with Darnell Nurse against elites at 5 on 5 so far is really good. 58.3%, 12.9 relative to all the other defensive teammates, all other teammates. It's a really good number. McDavid without Nurse is just over 50%, Nurse without McDavid 42%, that's against elites. But remember the number 206 minutes together. Okay? And I'm going to compare that to Matthias Ekholm. 206 minutes, and now we go to Ekholm. This is such a brilliant site. My God, thank you to Puck IQ. I will love you forever. Ekholm, with McDavid, so far this year. Oh, damn it, that's the wrong year. They don't have it updated. Oh, shoot. I was going to put this great, great, great item out, and it's not there. Well, it will be soon, I promise you. So... When we look at this, and we're talking about Darnell Nurse and Matthias Ekholm and the gap between the two, and there is a gap in terms of quality against elites, you then have to check down and find out who's playing with McDavid for how much. And we know via natural stat trick that more time is being spent by Ekholm and Bouchard. So it skews that. But it's still a really good look, and these guys are doing well. I have to say, I'm puck IQ has been like if you look at all competition, like everybody and what they're doing right now. Hmm, gotta say, pretty impressed, pretty impressed with the Edmonton Oilers. Their their numbers suggest that they should have more wins than they do. And Bouchard and Ekholm are out of sight. They really are. Overall, they're just out of sight. Everybody but Broberg is over 50% overall. But that top pairing, which is now Ekholm and, and Bouchard, even though the second pairing plays a lot against the Leeds too and plays less with McDavid, they're all doing really well. The defense, I mean, I talk about Broberg, but the defense, I think I, I know that Ken Holland's going to add a defenseman because he does every year. The seventh defenseman will be a different player after the deadline. He does it every year. But I keep pushing Broberg and then make Desjardins the seventh defenseman. I don't think that's going to happen. I do not think that's going to happen. And Desjardins is having a good year. He just is. I know he's one-dimensional. I feel like I'm sort of having the same argument with people about Harnay that I used to have about Chris, Chris Russell. Harnay is not going to, you know, move the puck up and go lightning crazy and score a beautiful goal. It's unlikely. Although Terry Harper did it once, but he's been effective. And against the elites, DeHaanay is at fifty-six percent dangerous Fenwick, which is like a smart Corsi, and he's just under par relative to the other guys. four goals four seven against against the leads but a lot of that is you know luck and that sort of thing we know that so it's a busy day today we're gonna to take a break nhl rumors on the way declinations at 12 40 and then at one o'clock steve lansky i'm gonna tell him why i'm disappointed in him tyler your M. chuck i'm gonna tell him why i'm disappointed in him and up next why i'm disappointed honestly in declan stay tuned low down with low tide on sports 1440 it's the lowdown on sports 1440 alan mitchell declan Kruger. Who sings that, or does anybody?
0: You know, so apparently that one was by Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, they
1: love Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, do you, do you really? Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll be honest. That would not have been the Carol of the Bells I would have chosen, but there were a few people in here. There were some introductions to be had. So were we playing
1: Christmas music today, or was that just... That was kind of my plan. Okay. I don't have to. Do, but... can, well, I just only, I have one request. Uh, of course. Okay, I have two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, there is a version of Blue Christmas by Porky Pig. Oh, okay. I need you to play that. Yeah, I can do that. And there's a lady in the background laughing. Yeah, and okay. it, it, you ever have something that every year makes you laugh? Um, like every Christmas? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, just National Lampoon's Christmas vacation.
1: Oh, but doctor. It'll do it. Is that the one with Brinkley in it? Christy Brinkley in it? No, that's vacation. That's, va- oh, that's no. Christmas that vacation is. That should be illegal. Yeah. Lowdown is brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick. All right. Now, I I plan, I plan have complaints against Lansky and Uramchuk. The problem I have with Kruger is I'll like him, which is a mistake. Because sooner or later, he's going to do something that I don't like, and then I'll have to hold that against him and begrudge him any sort of goodness. But so far, he's been spot on. So... The only complaint I can think of, the only complaint I can think of, is that today I had a hard time finding a parking spot, and you were here. So I assume you took my parking stall. That I don't like.
0: You know what? Well, I actually don't like. So there's a parking lot right by the doors that lead us in here.
1: Yes, I know. I park there every day. Yeah, no. I'm Why giving, are you telling me
0: this? I'm not telling you. I'm giving context. But I don't park in that parking lot. I park on the mezzanine level down by Simon's. Come up through Simon's, walk through the department store, all the way here.
1: Why do you do that?
0: Uh, I like that. Well, like the, the the idea behind it is that if there's an incredible snowfall randomly, my car is covered. It's like it's in an underground parkade to a degree.
1: Declan. Yeah. So, they have this thing called the weather forecast. And what it does is it tells you what's gonna happen. And you can also use your eyeballs like, you know, yeah. clear day. I
0: don't trust it though. I don't trust big weather.
1: Do they got you, something to hide and I'm not here for it. Do you park your car underground or in a garage? Underground. At when you're at home. Yes. So you you don't like the idea of cleaning stuff off of your window? I don't. I don't. Well, I don't even have a... This is all very practical
0: by me. I've yeah, thought this I, I, I
1: have to say, you seem to be a reasonable human except for the $700 shoes. Yeah, that yeah. was a mistake. And whatever sure. else your girlfriend told you to do. They, did you do that? I can't remember now. Oh, the cardigans. Yeah. yeah. She
0: was like, cardigans don't look good. So I stopped wearing them.
1: Tied, I, I have no. Sheep. I'm sorry. Tide, I have no idea what Fenwick is. Shot chair as well from Dean. Well, Fenwick... Corsi and Fenwick are the same thing, except Corsi looks at everything that's thrown at the net and then Fenwick does that but excludes the blocked shots. Okay, so if I say Corsi, what I mean is when Declan's on the ice, if there's ten shots, five go towards the enemy net and five go on against his net. That's a fifty percent Corsi, which is good. Nothing wrong with that. That's what it means. Same with Fenwick. The number doesn't change; it's a percentage of, and shot share is the same. If there's if there's seventeen shots on goal. For and against, well, Declan's on the ice, it's 50%. It, it really is not difficult. It really is not that difficult. And what, what what the numbers show, and this is first blush because we don't have, as we found out uh, during the first segment, we don't have the broken down of with or without use yet. It'll come, don't worry. They're doing God's work over there. And this is my Christmas present. So I want to thank everybody over at Puck IQ. They're all... Talented, rich, good-looking men in their early 20s. That's what they told me. And they they do brilliant work, and I so appreciate them because they're the single outlet available that puts proper, proper, proper emphasis on quality of competition. And for that, I will love them forever. They're looking at the real game, not the pretend game, Not the game, oh, well, they're playing with McDavid, so they've got to be good. No, no. Of course they're playing with McDavid, and they're good. But the other pairing is good, too. They're just not playing with McDavid. Break it down by opponent. You get a pure idea. And I see Gregor online uh, making my point for me, and I appreciate that he's doing that. You have to look at everything. Now, I think that Ekholm and Bouchard are the top pairing now. But if you're hammering on Nurse, let's see the numbers, the Wowie numbers. We will get that, I promise. And when we do, I'll probably write about it in The Athletic. But it'll be good. Low Tide, have you seen Ring's numbers? Why did the Oilers trade him for a rental? Joe Daddy. Well, that's my point about all of these guys. That's my point about Broberg. That's my point about all of these guys. Like, I understand you got to trade for Ekholm. But you can't. What they're doing now is they're, they're going scorched earth on the prospects on the young players, on the value contracts. And it's great if you can find Sam Gagne every year. Gagne's having a hell of a year. But often you don't find that. Often you find somebody who's wanting. And when you've got a young player like Broberg, you flat out know he's at 51% the last two years at five-on-five goal share in the NHL. You know he's a plug-and-play. You know he's inexpensive. My God. Trading him is danger bay. It was a TV show, Declan. Low Tie. Do you think we need a backup for Skinner, or for this year only someone to back up, or for Skinner to back up from Rob? I, I, I mean, I guess we can parse it that closely. What they need is somebody they can count on, and, you know, I mean, I they've got a guy in the AHL. His name is Olivier Rodrigue. What is it that people say? I, I I tweeted out about Olivier Rodrigue, and then somebody said they thought I was naming somebody else. Who has a name like Olivier Rodrigue? Who's famous right now?
0: Olivia Rodrigo, she is a singer. You may know her from her hits "Driver's License" and "Good for You." You oh, may not know her at all. I am sorry, I don't. What what format is she? She is a pop musician, and when listen, I'm I'm here to tell you she blew up to the highest levels overnight okay. she's she's on top of the, mu- the music world right now she's got to be one of the most famous people in the music
1: industry wow yeah she's huge so so if I if I had a record on if I let's say I'm listening to love on the brain by Rihanna which is one of my favorite songs yeah of all time not just because of the words she said but just because it's a great song it's a great pop record you're probably having a pretty good night. Great record. So, and then it was followed up by Olivier, Olivia, Olivia Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, Rodrigo. What would I think? What would how different would it be?
0: It would be. I, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of either one of their their music, but I would say Rihanna is a little more rhythmic. Olivia Rodrigo caters a little more to what you may hear on a top 40 chart
1: okay well i love both because i love love on the brain and i love pop music here's why pop music is good gather around kids here's why when somebody says you like abba ha ha remember the following words does it make you happy when you hear dancing queen or sos or mama mia or Ring Ring, which is a great song nobody's heard by ABBA. When you hear those songs, are you happy? I had this conversation about John Denver years ago. You know, if John Denver's music makes you happy, then tell everybody to shut up. You like John Denver. It's okay. My mom liked Liberace. Dad, not so much. The Toronto Maple Leafs have signed Noah Chadwick their sixth round pick in the 2023 draft the orders don't draft people so they have nobody to sign it's important it really is here's why every year i think an average nhl team graduates four or five players to their minor league system of note the orders haven't been doing that they don't they don't graduate very they can't graduate anybody really unless they bring out bo aki early they could they could you know Bring over one of the European kids that they have. I hope they do. There's a couple of Russians that I love. They just don't have anybody. They don't have anybody anymore. Luca Munzenberger is the big hope to sign a pro contract. They've got problems, and that that what I know. People don't think it's a big deal, but it is because sooner or later you're going to reach a deadline where you have nothing. Hello, Pittsburgh Penguins, and you can't make a move because you have you're dead in the water. And that's a bad day. And the Oilers don't have enough. They don't. They signed Brady Stonehouse. That's it. And then before that, it was Ryan Fanty. Before that, it was DeHarnay and Hamblin, and they're already in the NHL now. they like signed two guys outside of the draft, and they don't draft anybody. Seven picks in the last 14. It's a big deal. So this Dougie Hamilton injury thing is turning into the rest of the season. And Shimon Nemec and Luke Hughes are going to play a lot. Now, the reason I can I know it's it's Shimon Nemec is we were talking to Mike Morielli yesterday, and that's how he pronounced his name. Did you pick up on that? Oh, I got it. Right. It's important that we pronounce people's names correctly. Yes, it is an effort. I almost died during the Victor Foss era, mm-hmm. but it's important that we do that.
0: No, I agree. well listen. I'll tell. Jason had Emiris mash mayor on the other day who is gold medal winner for canada now the the goalie for the PW, pwhl team in ottawa and i was just thinking the whole time like my goodness i'm lucky we don't have to pronounce that name on air
1: well it's, you just did
0: well i know but i could, i wouldn't have done it in the moment the lights would have been too bright
1: i i've never been good with names i remember when i was a kid in grade um three i lived in burns lake bc and I was on the soccer team, and I had a teammate, and his name was either Parcheco Armenio or Armenio Parcheco. And he was my teammate, and I never did figure that out. How bad is that?
0: That's a tough name. Don't beat yourself up. It's not like it was Bill Smith or anything. You what got, you I could got have done
1: was just ask him what was the first name. Yeah, it probably Never up did it, I guess. Never did. No, sir. No, sir. The Seattle Kraken are cracking a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. But they're going for it. They acquired Thomas Tatar recently. They're not playing fabulously. You wonder about a team that went far the previous year and if they can do it again. They've got talent. they I saw Everly score a goal the other night. Oh, my God. That's a guy the Oilers should go out and get. Oh, really, Al? Yes, I know. It's a... It's breaking news. But it's true. The orders. I, let me ask you this question because we've been doing festival stuff. But what do you think the orders sh- should do it forward? Like if McLeod's playing on left wing on the second line, they need a third line center, right?
0: Are you asking me this, this one? Well, uh, yeah, are sure. Are I'm asking I, to the, the uh, proverbial the everyone, line? but
1: you are everyone.
0: I mean, like you. The thing is, I think in principle I would love Nuge to be my three C, but you just can't break up the Nuge hyman McDavid line. I think well, they're if playing they play way that too well, well, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't play. You can't break that up. Like I don't. Maybe, like maybe Hamblin? I like as just to see what we have there. Otherwise, I I think yeah. Like I think one of like I think a. Yeah, I think a third line center is what you have to go and try and acquire because like Ryan McLeod and I'm not here to, you know, uh, two goals. But when you look at the totality of the work, it, it just seems every time you watch him, he's a good skater and that's it. So I, I don't know if that's the answer on that line. No.
1: Wow. Burns Lake BC. This comes from not Fred. Wow. Burns Lake BC must have changed a lot since the thirties. Wow. Well, I enjoyed it there. We fished a lot. I love fishing. Um, I was on at Burns Lake School. They had four different clubs you were a part of. And they all had like great names like Cheetahs and the Death Rattlers. And we were the Viscounts. Like, why the hell do we have to be the Viscounts? You know, why can't we be something really good? You know, even if for the Badgers or the Honey Badgers. Or Hyenas, they're terrible. Hyenas are awful. Have you ever seen a nature show on hyenas?
0: Uh, Not one dedicated to hyenas, but I've probably seen hyenas in passing. They're awful. The hyenas
1: are awful. They're just the horriblest things in the world. You know what was really funny about? You know what they do? You got a zebra. The zebra just runs, and then it says, "Oh my god, hyena!" So it starts running. Well, they run in packs, so a lead dog chases the zebra down until the zebra's tired. When the dog gets tired, the hyena gets tired, it goes back to the pack, and then another lead dog does it. They just run them out of breath. It's awful, and then they, I'm not even going to tell you what they do when they catch them. It's so awful. It's awful. It's worse than the Philadelphia Flyers in the 70s. It's Christmas. I'm not going to upset anybody. I'm not going to tell you. Nature shows are the saddest things in the world. Don't get attached to anything on the nature shows. Because sure as hell, something bad's going to happen. The bird's blind so they don't feed it, even though it's the mom. Or the zebra just goes a little too close to the water and some damn thing jumps out. It's just the worst. Thank goodness we're human, where nothing bad ever happens. Okay. It's Festivus. Declinations is on the way. Can you tell us, friend, what it's about today?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So last night I was up late and I was watching I was watching some uh, Christoph Oliwa and Strutty Hype Fight Highlights. You mean and, Jason uh, Strudwick? Jason Strudwick, yeah. Now, when, when you say own.
1: Jason Strudwick Fight Highlights... How's that
0: go? Well, it was just his fight against Oliwa because I remember we had Christoph Oliwa on the Jason Greger show a couple weeks ago, and then Jason Gre- Jason Stradwick was on afterwards, and he mentioned how they fought once and and he won the fight, and yeah. I went back and watched it watched it, and it got me thinking like I wonder who like the t- the best fighters in NHL history were, and then I was like hey. This could make a good declination. So I have my top five fighters
1: in NHL Okay, you have to understand. If there's no oiler on this, you are going to pay a price. No, of course. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm not going to spoil the list, but you'll 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 find out in about two minutes.
1: I, I am afraid for you, sir.
0: I think you're gonna like. I think you're gonna like my list because obviously some of the the great enforcers of the 70s and 80s I wasn't around to see, okay. and you've seen them in you know montage clips and stuff like that. But I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna like it.
1: This is the lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. Ah. Sparky Pig doing Blue Christmas, you can't get better than that. That's pure entertainment. Have you ever seen Mel Blank? Probably it's on YouTube. When he talks, it's like you, you're like, oh, my God, it's him. Because you've heard so many voices that he did. And, you know, why, why would Bugs Bunny have a New York accent? He tells you all why that is true. This is the lowdown. Merry Christmas. Best of the season to you. Happy New Year. No matter how you celebrate, we want to wish you the best. Lowdown is powered by Wolf GMC Buick, and it is time now for declinations with our friend Declan, who, by the way, didn't play his theme music for this feature because I asked him to play Porky Pig, Porky Pig. So, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: It was a necessary requirement. I was happy to do
1: it. All right, all right, sir. What are we? You said to me before the break that this was going to be the best all-time enforcers in NHL history. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, and I, I, I was sticking to fighters a little bit more than enforcers because I think sometimes, like generally enforcers are fighters, but I do think there are guys who are just there to fight, and some guys were there to chuck the body a little bit more. So I'm trying to stick to fighters.
1: Okay, so N- John Ferguson Sr. isn't on the list.
0: He is not. Okay, all right. Number five, Chris Knuckles Nelan. Don't yes. don't get the name Knuckles without being able to throw your hands a little bit. Over three thousand penalty minutes. He averaged more penalty minutes per game than any other player in NHL history. And he also holds the record for the most penalty minutes in a single game. The 42. only reason
1: I don't like Chris Nyland, and he's a great he was a great fighter. He absolutely belongs on the list. And it's not that I don't like him. I've interviewed him a few times. Good guy. He's from Boston, yeah. but he was drafted by the Canadians and he played brilliantly for them, punching out a lot of Bruins for many years. He finally played for the Bruins in 1990, but is a great choice. Well done, sir.
0: Dave Tiger Williams coming in at number four. Williams, this is what I learned about Williams when I was doing a little research for this, this segment. Williams had 246 fights in his NHL career, five with Terry O'Reilly of oh, the man. Bruins O'Reilly was and beast. he's the 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 career penalty minute leader in the NHL 3,971 uh, so record may never be broken so I got Tiger Williams at my number 4
1: he was, when I was a kid I read the hockey news every week and I think it was Swift Current Broncos it might have been Lethbridge but I think it was Swift Current Broncos he was in every hockey news saying, Williams suspended again, he was outrageous even as a junior good choices both number 3 And may he
0: rest in peace. This is a guy I think of when I first started watching hockey in the early 2000s. This is the first guy I kind of think of when I, maybe not the first guy, but this is one of the guys I think of when I think of enforcers. And that's Derek Bougard. Yes. The boogeyman. 6'7", 270. Knew how to use his size, would throw it around, would fight anybody. Derek Bougard's my number three.
1: He was, he was... I when I watched him against the Oilers I was afraid for everybody on the, on the ice. He was fierce. Yeah. He was fierce.
0: Number 2. Edmonton's very own George Larocque. Oh, very nice. George Larocque had a George. fight against Stu Grimson where he TKO'd him essentially. It was incredible. Rob Ray another guy who was a great fighter. Rob Ray didn't fare very well against George and George was like they called him the gentle giant. You see you watch back and you see highlight clips of him you know saying off the draw, "Hey man, you want to go?" No. Okay, good luck. And they would drop the gloves and he would do it. But he's number two. I think he's one of the guys who's synonymous with fighting and hockey. Jo-
1: George Clarock, he's the one guy I never saw punch late. He always yeah. pulled back. If he knew the other guy was hurt or vulnerable, uh, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm being romantic about it. But I don't recall him pummeling a guy when he had him prone. or he was He was a gentle giant in that way.
0: Yeah, he really was, and he like that was just such his personality, right? Like he was never yeah. gonna be, he never wanted to hurt anybody, but he knew what his role was, and he knew what he had to do. And number one, we talked about him earlier, Jason Strudwick. No, I'm kidding. It's not Jason Strudwick. <laughs> oh it's God. it's of course Bob Probert. It had to be Bob Bob Probert. But may he rest in peace as well. Yeah. Bob Probert, 136 fights as a member of the Wings. 96 as a member of the blackhawks which is a team record and he fought Stu grimson 13 times ty domi nine times and donald brashear eight times uh, nice. that's like sugar ray robinson fighting you know jake lamotta 13 times or something this is the guy i, I said george Larocque was one of the guys who's synonymous with fighting in hockey bob probert is the guy who's synonymous with hiding in, with fighting in hockey of course, he was going to be my number one. It was never a doubt.
1: Yeah, you, w- wonderful choices, all. Thank you. Now, if you do get any pushback, it's going to be that Dave Semenko's not on there. Yes, but that's okay because it was a great list, and uh, I think you did very well. Thank I you. Can't even. I, I would love to. I'd love to hammer you. And I'll tell you because of uh, Festivus, but I can't. No, of
0: course. And the the one who I would love to give an honorable mention to because he was one of my favorite players growing up. Is George Perros? Oh yeah, but, but I, could, yeah. I he was he was borderline. I couldn't put him on there. Yeah, but he was a good fighter. Though. He could He's chuck nuts. Oh, absolutely.
1: Well, you know, you mentioned a few of them, but the um, I, the most bloodthirsty I ever was, and this this is about I don't know. I'm gonna say I was 16, and they didn't have like YouTube videos back then, but I saw Stan Jonathan against Pierre Bouchard and it Bouchard was a bloody mess. I mean, B- Jonathan was I'm going to say 5 to 6 inches shorter than Bouchard, but he just he just hammered Bouchard and he caught him early and blood was everywhere. And and the young low tide was so excited for this. <laughs> I don't say that because I'm proud of it, I say that as an admission, a confession because people will say Oh, you know, people don't like fighting. Yeah, they do. It's the same reason why you like wrestling or boxing or any blood type sport. Although boxing, I think, I I will argue that boxing is a, 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 there's a science to it. Um, Hockey fighting, I think, is the hardest because you're on skates. And it can be, I'm not going to, do not go look at the video of Nick Kiprio's but when you're out on your skates and you pass out and you're tall, mm-hmm. bad things can happen.
0: Well, and also, like, you don't see too, too many flatline KOs in hockey fights. But if that were to happen and your helmet's off and you're going down to the ice and your your head cracks that thing, they're, like, you might as well be hitting cement.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the worst. Even, like, you know, I mean, anybody who's skated, and we yeah. all have. You land on your ass and it hurts. And there's a lot of, well, for some of us, there's a lot of cushion there. Yes. You know. What? No Dave Semenko. No Dave Brown. No John Ferguson. Stan Jonathan. Hard to believe. From top top. Here's the problem, though. It's a he top did five. five. Right. Yeah. So, you know, my list would be completely different. My list would have a bunch of Bruins on it, just so you know. Winsink and O'Reilly would sure be there. Um, You know, they they the, the Bruins had some tough guys, man. I am telling you. Some really, like, wonderful fighters and very physical players. But I think you did good. I, I I think you did well. Donald Brashear, apparently still playing in his 50s in a senior men's league in Quebec. Yes. Which I worry about. I know you're a young fella, but did you never hear of Dave the Hammer Schultz of the 70s Flyers? The guy's a wrecking machine, he was. But this is, like, five. I thought he did very well. I'm going to defend the young man. It's hard to do. Like, everybody's got their... Uh, it's It's like music. For me, everything that I heard when I was, like, 15 is embedded in my brain and will never go away. So, like, Deep Purple, Machine Head... And I know it was released earlier, but you know, back then you got records when you got records, and you know, Zap and the Stones, you know, those are my people. And the Who, Kinks, Emmylou Harris, all of that around that era, you stay with. That's who you are. What was Mar po- was Drake popular when you were fifteen? Yeah, that was when he was just when he was just coming on. Right, so that was your guy. What about Ogie Oglethorpe? Well, you know, there there were actual hockey players in that movie. Uh, uh, Mad Dog Madigan was Connie Madigan, who played for St. Louis, I believe. Mel Bridgman was scary, only the mustache. Maybe you should have had top 10 missing Ty, Dave, Stu, Shorty. Here's the thing make your own list. Text us to it. Text it to us. Maybe I was in a fight recently. You did well. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate well,
1: that. I mean, you know, I would hammer you and have in the past, but I thought you did very well. I thought your list was very good. If you haven't heard, I do think this is a public service to you. Puck IQ's new numbers are out, and they're great. They really are. I haven't parsed I haven't written through or run through all of them, but I will say that from what I can tell, first blush. The Ekholm-Bouchard uh, pairing against elites is golden, and you will be pleasantly, pleasantly impressed with what uh, Mr. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been doing this year. And the usual suspects are the, the lead team leaders in, in Time on Ice. You know, Ekholm-Bouchard, Nurse, CeCe, McDavid, Dreisaitl-Hyman, Nuge, Kane, and then after that it falls off. No surprises there. Look for the dangerous Fenwick percentage. That's important. McDavid at 59%. And also the DFF percentage, Rel Corsi. I know some people think Corsi is a, a bad word, but it does tell you. It's a quick glance at a team. Don't change it from one team to the other. And nude shines like a diamond. Okay, and hour number two, Festivus. We get real with Lansky and Yuramchuk. And right now, it's the lowdown with low tide on Sports 1440. And it's time for an update. This is a Sports 1440
0: update. Yeah. And for your Sports 1440 update brought to you by Mishner Allen Auctioneering, their next public timed automotive RV auction is now open for bidding. Go to info at maauctions.com. Four games in the NHL tonight, starting with the Flyers and Red Wings at 5. And then, of course, at 5.30, it is your Edmonton Oilers in action against the New York Rangers. Canada defeated Switzerland 6-3 this morning for its second straight pre-tournament victory with Owen Beck scoring two goals. The story of the game is potential number one overall pick Macklin Celebrini was ejected late in the second period for checking forward Leo Brayard into the boards from behind. The 17-year-old Celebrini was assessed a five-minute major and a game misconduct for boarding. Six games in the NBA tonight, which all tip off with the Raptors in Philly to take on the 76ers at 5 p.m. Also, Wizards in Golden State against the Warriors, where Jordan Poole will make a return to face his former club. NFL news is Trevor Simeon will start at quarterback for the New York Jets on Sunday against the Commanders since Zach Wilson has not yet cleared concussion protocol. And the NFL has fined the Atlanta Falcons $75,000 and coach Arthur Smith $25,000 for their handling of the team's injury report before its Week 7 game against Tampa back in October. In college football news, the Florida State Board of Trustees voted unanimously today to sue the ACC to challenge the legality of the league's grant of rights and its $130 million withdrawal fee. The move comes as a necessary first step to plot the school's future and potential exit from the conference. And lastly, just one game in the AJHL tonight. It's Calgary in Canmore at 7. And as always, you can watch on flowhockey.tv. I'm Declan Kruger, and this has been a Sports 1440 Update.